psychedelics are illegal not because a loving government is concerned that you may jump out of a third-story window. Psychedelics are illegal because they dissolve opinion structures and culturally laid down models of behavior and information processing. They open to us the possibility that everything we know is wrong. We don't need new laws that control our consciousness and rigidly place it in a prison. Cognitive liberty. The fact that as adults, if we're not hurting anybody else, we should have the right to explore the contours of our own consciousness without any mediation or legislation on the part of somebody else. Reject authority. Authority is a lie. Is a Information is power. But we have to seize, seize the opportunity. The opportunity. The opportunity. Figure we could just get into it. We we never have a difficult time coming up with things to talk about, right? True. And uh, yeah, so welcome back to the show, man. Yeah, this is this is gonna work this time, right? It's gonna work. Uh, yeah, our voices sound good, and all right. yeah, all right. So anyway, let me introduce you. Chris from High Society Radio is yeah. joining me today for his second appearance on the show. Actually, technically third. Yeah. Because we uh, we had an awesome conversation a couple weeks ago, but uh, due to some technical difficulties. Yeah. We had to trash it. Did you just uh, you just cut like an hour by yourself after that? No. Just oh the, yeah. Just oh. The throwing up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just I did like a little solo mm. solo sesh. I've been experimenting like you know with what what I'm doing with the podcast. At first, I started uh, just doing like it was me, and I think Maddie Jester Skulls was here producing for mm-hmm. some. Dana was doing a couple too, and like we'd kind of have maybe a little back and forth, but it was pretty much just me solo. Then I did like a little storytelling segment, and then. Uh, I then I started like having more guests on, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good um, to jump back and forth, yeah, with what you're doing and just stay on topic. You know what I mean? Just format is. I don't think people really mind that much about format. Like we just did, uh, we did a RoboCop commentary show, and that's the most, that's the biggest bump we've gotten in years. Really? Yeah. RoboCop commentary. Yeah. So you watch the movie RoboCop, and we just we had been talking about doing it for a long time, and then Manuel Ferreira died. And we were like, "Fuck it, let's just do it." So we just, Manuel Ferreira. Uh, he was the uh, he was the guy under Dick Jones who was trying to usurp him in OCP. He was also on NCIS. He was whatever. I don't know a, what the hell you just said right now. <laughs> you never seen RoboCop? No, I have seen RoboCop. Right, yeah. Remember OCP? Who's OCP? OCP is the company that made RoboCop that runs the cops. Okay, all right. So there's the old man. Then there's Dick Jones. Oh, right, right, right. And then right, there's right. the guy under Dick Jones. Yeah, and that's uh, Manuel Ferreira who creates Ed Two Hundred Nine. So he's oh no he creates RoboCop is Manuel Ferrer and then he dies wow he died in real life so we were just like all right this is gonna be a tribute to Manuel Ferrer and we did it RoboCop yeah I mean I think that's one of the best movies ever it's one of, it's in my top ten right yeah in the beginning he gets shot to death like yeah a, if you get the rated X version it's incredibly gory but I think it's also great <laughs> wait they really have a, a rated yeah X yeah version? it was the original version was too gory so it was rated X. And then they cut it down to be rated R, and then it made so much money that the criteria, the Criterion, has a Criterion Collection edition that wouldn't be, that couldn't be released in theaters because it's too violent. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. RoboCop is great satire. People think people like to shit on it. Now it is like a cheesy '80s action movie. Wait, why do you say that it's satire? Because it's really all about like so. It's it kind of is all about like uh like government corporations take like corporations taking over uh the police force. And just like a lot of stuff about uh, television culture, shit that's like now even prevalent. You know what I mean? Like recurring themes and shit. So like at that point, um, that mo- like uh, so that movie is like it's a lot. Like you ever read uh, Batman: Return of the Dark Knight? Mm-mm. 
So it's a, it's a similar tone to that where they're just showing the media and like the insanity in the media and the way they cover shit up. But at the same time, it's like this corrupt corporation is now uh, arming the police and run the police force in the city. Yeah. And they're building another city on top of it. There's like agendas on agendas. Right, it's, right, right. It is like it's, – it's, it's a weird movie because it's still a stupid movie that involves a lot of cocaine being done off women's tits. But isn't there also a drug called like crank or something? No, that's Robocop 2, which was actually written by Frank Miller. Okay, yeah. But uh, he said they bastardized the script and they made a comic version of it. Robocop 2, it was Nuke. Nuke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the drug that's like fucking... Yeah, yeah. The, ro- the robot criminal was still addicted to Nuke because his brain was in the robot body. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I got to rewatch these. So you guys, yeah. did, you guys did on High Society Radio here yeah. at GasDigitalNetwork.com. You guys did uh, a uh, commentary of that. Yeah. We just did commentary. We just, got, we just drank a 12-pack and watched a movie. That's awesome. Well, that's I mean, like actually, that that could that could lead us into a, a good topic here that I, I something I've been thinking about is like this uh, the idea of like artificial intelligence, robots, mm-hmm. machines taking over that sort of thing. So like RoboCop is 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 one of those kinds of stories, right? Well, that's just a human plugged into it. Yeah, I guess it gets to that point. But yeah, that's a human plugged into a thing. But yeah, I get what you're saying. So. Uh, what do you mean about like like we're we're not making more? There hasn't been something new recently with artificial intelligence, right? Like it's just where it is, right? What new developments? Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, it's still oh Boston Dynamics. Uh, this company in Boston uh, <laughs> reached. Uh, they they released like a video um, of this like robot on wheels like jumping over stuff. And uh, Johnny Five, no short circuit, no, not like a, like a scarier looking Johnny Five. I remember a like Chappy or something. So, yeah, something like that. Right. Yeah, uh, but they they released um, they released something that uh, that was like kind of frightening. I remember like a couple months ago, and it was like this kind of robot like dog or something. You know, like is this robot like? Oh, uh, I think I did see like that. running and jumping and stuff yeah. with with uh, hinges on the uh, like legs and stuff like that. But why and, is that? All right, why do you need that when you have a predator drone? Is that is that more useful? Yeah, I guess like what they're trying to do is they're trying to make um well they had there there was just, I remember there was also this video it was really funny because everybody's comment under the video was like this the robots are going to remember when we used to abuse them like this because they had oh, the yeah. robot picking up like a box and the guy had like a hockey stick and he was like knocking the box out of the robot's hand and the robot like kept having to go and pick up the box again so I think they're trying to make these robots to like really just assist us in like in tasks you know like they were okay they were but doing. I don't know if that's necessarily okay so like a level of intelligence uh, can you like turn that like thing up there for a little bit this one? on your side yeah yeah that's better okay. yeah all right okay but uh so like for a level of intelligence like you can always program robots to do tasks but I think there's a program now I read about this a long time ago so uh, don't hold me to much of this there's a program trying to uh, replicate the intelligence of a blood worm it's called open worm so it's any uh, any programmer can contribute to it. Um, open source. It's oh, it's an open source program, but they can't even get this very simple consciousness, and they can't even get a computer to do what this worm does, which is basically just eating shit. Like you're basically trying to do a computer simulation, not a robot. Which so is it a? It's 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 only in the virtual world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're trying to mimic this intelligence, and they really can't get it. What's the intelligence? Uh, like a blood worm, like a very simple. Oh, okay. Like I see a few what you're cells saying. Yeah, deep yeah, yeah. worm, like a. Do you what's your take on on this kind of stuff though? Do you think that do you think that if we built machines that they would be able to uh, that, that there would be some kind of consciousness that would eventually come? I think it could happen. I, you think well, it could all, happen? Really? All you have to do right. Well, what's the the singularity is when a 
when robots can fix and write their own code, right? That's when you get to that point. Yeah, when they, well, when they become like autonomous. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. when they when they just totally are when on they their don't own behavior and they don't need us. I mean, there's there's this thing called the Turing test. The mm-hmm. Turing test, I think, was developed in in World War II. It was basically like a way uh, to for for computer systems to prove that they're a computer system. So if you were going against, you know, like you ever go yeah, to those yeah. like websites where it says like prove oh, yeah, you're not a robot like, uh, and you like write something in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they think that the Turing test is, is, was developed to like prove that something has either does or doesn't have consciousness. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it usually is like robot versus machine. And then usually you're able to tell which, which being is the one that's conscious based upon like the questions and stuff that go forth. Well, cause that. it's questions about how you feel and address the world around you also, I'm right? Pretty like, sure. Yeah. I'm not, I, I mean like all this stuff I have like, a, you know, I'm no expert on any of this stuff. I'm just like fascinated by all of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that's, that's, that's what it's, uh, what it's about. Mm. Let me see if I could get like an official, it says the Turing test is a test for intelligence in a computer requiring that a human being should be on, uh, should be unable to distinguish the machine from another human being by using the re- replies to questions put to both. Well, they're trying to do that now with a lot of like, y- you ever do like the chats and you can like, I'm talking to a robot, please, like I'm calling now. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You definitely get through, and they, tr- did you try, but you know within seconds that you're talking. Like- I don't know, man. They, they did this thing where, um, I watched this documentary recently and there was a part in the documentary where they were talking about a computer program that was developed in, I think, like the the 80s. Mm-hmm. And it was a very simple program, very simple. But it was meant to people who were suffering from, like, depression and things like that, who wanted to seek therapy, mm-hmm. were going on this program specifically for, for that. So it was, like, kind of like a... Okay, that's and they And they didn't know that they weren't talking to another human being. Well, that's, like, an awful thing that somebody did to people. Right, but, yeah, well, I mean, look, there's sometimes you have to test these things, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's true. But the, the responses that they were getting from the machine were sufficient enough for that person to feel like they are actually getting therapy. You know, because a lot well, of therapy, a lot of therapy is kind of just kind of repeating stuff back to you and yeah. questioning and making you figure out yeah, yeah. what your problems are, you know? Well, I think that's just a testament to how bullshit therapy is. I don't think it's necessarily <laughs> an like, example of robotic consciousness. Yeah, like, oh, therapy is such bullshit, uh, a machine can do your job yeah. for you. Well, I always get into an argument. All right, so my uh, a good buddy of mine is a, he's a huge Carl Sagan fan, right? Like, uh, but he's he's a, he's a guy Me who too, doesn't yeah. realize that Carl Sagan was a deeply depressed man. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he'll like argue about artificial intelligence and how like robots are going to all kill us and stuff. Like, I'm like, that's not like if if they if all of a sudden there was an artificial intelligence, for all you know, that intelligence would delete itself. Like, why would it be like? Why do I exist? And just the same way people get depressed and shoot themselves in the face, right? An right. artificial robot intelligence could just like reach the point of like, I don't understand why I'm do, here. Do, Blink. Do you watch Rick and Morty at all? Oh yeah, I love Rick. Oh and my Morty. god, I fucking love that show so much. Can't wait for the third season to come out. But there's in the show, uh, Rick builds a uh, little robot yeah, yeah, yeah. to pass him butter, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's like. The robot is like, "What is my purpose?" He's like, "Your purpose is to, your purpose is to pass butter." I can't yeah, do pass it. Pass me the butter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like sad. Yeah. He's just like, "Pass me the butter," and the robot just gets all sad. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, that's your that's your purpose. It's such a weird fucking thing, but um, but yeah, I I recently like started thinking about like I think I have a new take on this whole like artificial intelligence thing and the singularity thing. Like, I I think it's I think it actually represents like a a modern myth. You know, like, like, like basically like a metaphor 
for human consciousness awaken awakening you know like 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 basically the, we we have this story this like creation story right and it starts with with things i'm sure this this kind of like myth goes back for a long time but as far as i can remember it starts with things like uh, the story of pinocchio like right like we invent we, we invent this okay. like little like wooden puppet thing and then like he wants to be a real boy. He wants to like awaken and have consciousness and be like real. So that like that trope, that like story is now that like the modern version of that is like we invent machines and then those machines awaken to consciousness. And then, then what, you know what I mean? So you're saying you think it's built in the way like a creation myth or uh, like, cause there's certain like flood stories are built in. They say like, uh, what they, like Jordan Peterson talks about these stories show up like the hero. Like you're the, a fan of Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The, he talks about the Pinocchio story but as yeah, well. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear the Pinocchio thing, but he talks about uh, like the Christ figure shows up over and over again. I mean, whatever. People write stories all the time with a martyr in it. Right. Uh, and like, it, it, it's a weird thing that that is somehow programmed in your consciousness. So maybe it is. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know that I believe in destiny, but there might be something in there that's like a warped. There might be something in your brain that's a warped perception on rearing a child. You know what I mean? Where you want to create something even deeper than creating a child. You want to create like some sort of new life. Right. You know, we, we, I think, well, I think the reason why we want to create children, like our biological imperative is more than just to keep the species going, but to perfect the species. Yeah, but you know? evolution is almost, I mean, you, people talk about it all the time. Like evolution is kind of a moot point as of right now. We've like, like, all right, so the reason why mutations happen and we exist is because like some dude had eyes in the front of his head, like a predator. And he just fucked everybody else up and fucked all the women or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, Some guy yeah. was stronger. The or dominant whatever. traits. Yeah. Dudes yeah. could dudes that can handle the cold better. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Whereas now we don't we're kind of weeding that out of society. Like there is no like your ability to earn money is what it is, but because of the way technology works, those traits aren't necessarily gonna be great in the next you know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's mo- it's morphing, it's changing. Yeah. Like a yeah. guy who knows how to weld right now could probably have a lot of kids. Also, that's another thing. We're, we're we're tuned into monogamy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. You're not ha- you're not spreading seed. So like maybe the next evolution is just Dominicans. <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean they're the next evolutionary? I don't know. Phase? Everybody I know whose dad is just a random Dominican dude has like 15 half brothers. <laughs> so is that a way to bring the world to, uh, to more? I mean, we'd all be better Wait, at that, baseball. Maybe that- that's the next evolutionary step is to solve wars <laughs> with baseball. And they just have like that evolutionary chart and it's like, you know, caveman, like walking upright human and then just like a jacked guy slugging yeah. a ball. Yeah. Yeah. Like a jacked Dominican dude just like. Exactly. That's the that's the final. Step yeah. Everyone just becomes Dominican and then we're all united. Well, yeah. people say that like in the in the future, you're Dominican, Dana. No, I, I was just wondering if I could uh, uh, chime in on. This, yeah, go ahead. Which is that I think I love fucking Dominicans. <laughs> I think maybe we are seeing a little bit of the next stage of our evolution because uh, with travel being so much easier now. That's why we both um, have gout, Dana. That I I don't know what you mean by that. Uh, I'm joking. Yeah, that uh, it didn't land. Anyway, um, I, like uh, uh, people from vastly different regions creating kids together, like the uh, the um, you know, like basically their offspring. I don't know if you've noticed, like kids, they they just well, people in general just seem to be getting better looking, and I think it's because our gene pool is so dispersed now, and um, rather than the biggest and the strongest just definitely being uh, you know the most fit to survive. Because now we have societies, I think just the general interbreeding that we're doing is 
the next stage of the evolution that we're seeing. And yeah, I think actually yeah. Adam Carolla has said that eventually we'll all just be like, you know, kind of this tan color. Right. Because right. we're interbreeding so much. Yeah. A lot of people, like a lot of people have said that. And, you know, but, yeah. But I how think, is that evolutionary? Like, you know what I mean? Like, even if you, people, I mean, also you got to realize that beauty standards are changing just because of mixing of, of, of races. Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, there, there's that. But also, like, if you look at pictures of uh, people, you know, whatever, like 100, 150 years ago, I, I can't really remember how old photographs are, but uh, you can see that they're just, you know, like if they have poor nutrition, they're very gaunt. They're right. also like pale, yeah. things like that. They, they where, show their, their their teeth are, are like all uh, crammed together and stuff like that. That mean, That's like a sign of like degradation. Right, like, right. Sure, but that's also exactly. like, all right, so like what I was kind of also getting at with when I said the gout thing is like, all right, so like that would, all right, so before there was really civilization and you could just eat what was around, like something like that could be really debilitating to human beings. Like I could just take a pill and not have to worry about it and eat whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's like readily food available. I think that hinders evolution. And as far as intelligence evolution, like simply the size of vaginas is hurting. Like you can't have a bigger head and a bigger brain come out. Like C-sections well, might be the way to No, bigger vaginas. Bigger vaginas. I don't. I don't like that idea at all. That sounds yeah, terrible. Either. Evolutionary trait. No, no, no. But I think like there's as 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 we're like entering. I think we're entering into a like a new stage of evolution because it is like you know we we pretty much have outsourced almost everything that we like need to do and our it, it like frees our minds up to do other things. I mean this whole thing with like you know having robots like help us with our tasks, mm-hmm. having AI do things for us. It it kind of it frees us from a lot of like it frees like the cognitive. Space in our mind, like it's not so cluttered. We're, we're not. We don't have to be so focused anymore. And like, like you were saying, like surviving, dominating, and all that kind of stuff. So we just have all this like free space to do other things. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we have to get over. So like, it's so like I, I think like maybe social media is the pitfall of evolution to uh, like as like nuclear war was to civilization fifty years ago. Maybe. Well, social media. I mean, it's like a double edged sword. I like what Danny was saying. Like we're we're all connected now. Like we're we're more connected than we've ever been. And this is this is unprecedented. Like this is something that's been blowing my mind recently. Is like the level of communication and and connectedness between every human being on the planet. This has never happened before. Like we've never been able to like get a sneak like get a peek into like other civilizations cultures as f- rapidly uh, as we're able to now like I could go on Snapchat right now and just l- watch somebody hang out in Australia just like that that level of like connectedness it's unprecedented yeah but I don't so think, it's but I don't but I think as of right now it's 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 hurting a lot of people well because it's new and people were like we're fucking confused it's yeah. like it's I, I equate it to going through like your teenage years. Like it's like tough. There's like conflict. Mm-hmm. You're, there's awkwardness, and I think that's 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 magnified on this like macro global scale. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's so so that naturally there's gonna be it's gonna be tr- there's gonna be like challenging and it's gonna be chaotic and it's gonna be hectic, and uh, yeah, I mean like like one of the things that that I think is happening is that. We're all we're all kind of like figuring out who we all are, you know, globally on like a global level for the like for really the first time, like down to the to the average citizen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like for the average person, because the average person usually didn't, you know, in the past didn't have that access to the information and to the connection that we have right now. Yeah. Okay. So I agree that that's a that's a good thing necessarily, but like I think there's an information overload on people. Totally. Where and also even the echo chamber problems. Now you have so much information in your own. That's why you're seeing more and more niche 
uh, niche entertainment, right? Because, well, that, and, because and, you, and that's why you're seeing more and more radical shit happening because people are just piling up on top of their own ideas yeah. and their own ideas. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a huge problem. But yeah, I'm just saying, like, even if you boil it down further, it's just like people will be like, oh, did you see this? I'm like, no, there's just too many shows. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just reading comic books because it's, it's the thing, because I, ha- I can have any comic book I want in the universe on my phone. And it's just like, it's just like easy. You right. know what I mean? So I think I think that's also a problem. Like that's why people are not branching out because it's just easy. Like, all right. So I, w- I actually I think I was I was texting you about this. Where it's just like the amount of people, the amount of Democrats since Trump has gotten elected that I have to point out that they're saying libertarian philosophy on their like Facebook pages is just astounding. Mm. And they're just saying like they're just like I hate this guy. Here's this guy saying that I should hate this guy. And I'm like, okay. So uh, you're talking about the hidden cost of building this wall. And the increased cost of goods being a hidden tax, I was like, "That's libertarian." Mm-hmm. Like, and then people being like, "Make sure you fund Planned Parenthood if you don't, if you, because they're going to get defunded by the government." It's like that's liber- like, but like they're all still going. No, I'm still a Democrat. I'm like, but you're you're literally saying like there was a Time Magazine op-ed saying that if a Republican gets elected, uh, the same way Trump did with the electoral vote, but not the popular vote again, that uh, every Democrat in the country should protest by not paying their taxes. And I'm just like, hmm. I wanted to hmm. punch the person in the face. Like that's that's a good thing about social media. I wasn't standing right next to them right. and choke them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because they're, they're, your frustration is like, like fuck, man. Like this idea is like exactly like what I've been talking about and what you you know what you believe in. Like this is a libertarian idea, but unfortunately, the libertarians don't own the 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 the, the space to convey their ideas in the mainstream. You know, the mainstream ideas are the democratic ideas or like, yeah, you yeah. know, it's w- whatever that is and uh, whatever that even means now. But uh, can we uh, just close that door maybe, please? And uh, yeah, but I like the that that that, that that's just like I, I kind of find like even if people don't necessarily know exactly what kind of like philosophy they're identifying with, just I, I try and like have. I'm trying harder and harder to have more like compassion and empathy because it's like at least you're like going down like the right path. No, no, no. I at least that's you're the thing, kind like, of like I, I think it's funny because you're seeing these people who like you've been telling them for fucking eight years limit executive power, right? And like all of a sudden they're just like, I wish we could limit executive power, and I'm like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like this is what we've been talking about. Ugh. But because but you have like Obama, you know, just like being all cool and saying cool shit and, you know, dunking basketballs or whatever. He doesn't he's dunk. Doing. He's not even that good at basketball. I know, but he just pretends he's like cool and he's friends with Jay-Z and all that stuff. And so people just literally, I mean, like the appearances are everything. I, I talked about this on, on my... On a, Him and Jay-Z are like a nerdy black guy with a cool cousin <laughs> and like yeah. people still pretend he's cool. Uh, his, my, uh, his cousin's really cool. My cousin Jay. Yeah. Uh, cousin Jay-Z. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like, look, I think that I think that that all this shit is going to be kind of like obsolete anyway. You know, I I just think that like the, the way that like technology is moving, you know, we're not going to need we're not going to need all this bullshit in place because we're just going to be able to figure everything out on our own using our own fucking technology that we've created, not from a government mandate, not from some central planner, you know, not from anything like that. Yeah, I mean, just it's from more people likely. fucking like working together, figuring out problems in in a free market space. And then, you know, that that's uh you know, that's that's definitely something that we're going to see happening. And and and, it, and it's moving at like an exponential rate as well. But there is this just I want to just get back to like real quick like what I what I was talking about 
about before about this this thing of like artificial intelligence and um, this like fear that people have or or the or the dream that people have of like artificial intelligence waking up and gaining consciousness mm-hmm. and like taking over you know it's like, and that like being your pal now but it's like it's I think that it's I don't think this is like a literal thing I I don't think that this can necessarily happen or not I don't know if it can happen or not but I think it's more of like a metaphor for us as human beings to wake up to our own higher level of consciousness you know because I think that in in our story it's like we want to be as like our creator is right like everyone every oh, hu- okay. like a human a human imperative is to like kind of biologically perfect the species you know by reproduction and that sort of thing but also improve ourselves and like uh, uh, try and strive for like higher goals and well, that's something and, like and you know like, yeah, like michio kaku's written about that where it's just like yeah. maybe that's the next evolutionary step is like we figure out a way to get our consciousness into some sort of digital but i mean we're so i mean it's it's crazy but retain our humanness i think yeah but that, I, well i mean that's the real problem right like cause i I've, I've had like I had a conversation with a guy who uh, I know who like majored in physics. He's like, yeah, if you had teleportation, you would walk into a teleporter. All of your atoms could be re put together somewhere else. But there's probably the fact that like you who are you would not be there. So there's no way to like really put your consciousness into a computer and still be whatever intangible makes you you. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could copy code, it's it, but it's not the same thing. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, but I uh, like what I'm what I'm looking at it more is like, right. So you have this the story of like the robot that awakens to consciousness. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like this 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 cold like machine kind of like almost like a zombie slave. Okay. It's just a, it's an inanimate object. Right. It's just mm-hmm. an inanimate object that you that you have programmed to like carry out orders for mm-hmm. you. So that to me is like a metaphor for people who are just walking around this planet totally asleep and blind to uh to to kind of the the reality of what's happening in the world you, you see what i'm saying oh okay so so if 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 this story represents those people then the waking up and gaining consciousness like in westworld like the robots okay. gain consciousness I think that could be applied to well, they, I mean, they definitely, the situation. They, they definitely people, did a great job. People need to wake up and gain consciousness, not robots. We need because oh, yeah. people, a lot of people, act like robots. So it's like, well, like, yeah, most people go through, go about their day. They do what they're supposed to do. They, you know, they, they they have a dichotomy of political opinions. They don't really, they don't diverge. You know what I mean? They seem, like, pro- they seem like they're programmed. They seem like they're. They seem like they're just kind of on like a, a programmed schedule routine. Mm. They every day get is drunk like the on the same. weekends. Yeah, every day is the same. It's just like cons- and they they don't really have like thoughts and opinions of their own, and they're not allowed they're not allowed to express them. You know, I think that's that's a big thing. Like I was talking with a uh, like a buddy of mine, and he he works in like the corporate environment. And he's just like, yeah, I I, I can't like. Like I can't like play your podcast in like my office or whatever. No, like, you can't. Of course, on not. my computer. It's like I can't like talk about these kinds of things. Like people are literally not allowed to talk about things that we talk about on this show, on your show, mm-hmm. High Society Radio, and uh, on, on my show. Part of the problem, it, we don't realize realize it because I think we're in this world. But average people are not are not permitted to. Yeah, to, to really to have these conversations. Well, I have a and, bu- they, and 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 due to that, they live this kind of like almost robotic low-level consciousness life when uh i'm trying to tell them that there's a little bit more to it yeah well here's the thing it's just a matter of well i think when it comes to that it's almost like a matter of time management right like you can do more time doesn't exist bro 
It does. It's linear. <laughs> like, but it, 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 I think with a lot of these people, it's like a time management thing, right? So it's like you have to watch Westworld. Like, you know what I mean? Because you have to talk about it during your eight-hour day tomorrow. Sure. Like, but you don't have to. Like, read a book. Yeah, but you don't have to, but... You, smoke some weed. You, like, do, you do have to because you're trying to fill the void in your meaningless life. What do you mean? Like I mean, like the, I, yeah, but I, you can I fill know that people, void with other stuff. Like, sure, of course. But you I, can you can think openly. You can find like minded people that aren't your work friends. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Like I have a I have a buddy who works for the he works for the district attorney's office. I think I may I may have told this story on here before, but I was hanging out with him and a friend of mine that works at Chase, and those are the two guys who I know the most who are like button up guys. They get drunk on the weekends. They go to the gym during the week, and that's it. So like we're just hanging out, and he goes, "Hey, uh, what's your what's your uh, your position at Chase anyway What's your title And I was like Faggot You know what I mean And I think I said it twice And this is like These are two guys Who were like Goonie Italian guys When we were growing up Yeah And like so like The kid gets drunk Like and like a week later He's drunk And he goes Man I wish I could say Faggot at work So I was like I wish I could just Call somebody a faggot One more time He's like I can't even do it On the weekend yeah. Because if I say it On the weekend I'm gonna call my boss A faggot on Tuesday <laughs> If I just let it out You know what I mean So it's just like Yeah there really is Like a restriction on like what you're allowed to think, say, enjoy. I kind of get what you're saying, but like you can't like that guy doesn't need to say faggot. You know what I mean? But he can like hang out with me or like who it's who you put yourself around. Right. You know what I mean? You could find people to be around and express ideas outside of a work environment. I don't think that's necessarily that big because we are all right so like me and you are just walking around in the street all day right like so it's like you're not right just being like are hey we? have you heard the good word of this and you know there's fourth dimensional beings that can come out of your ceiling if you smoke the right drugs you're not just doing that right no like i'm not doing that existing. at all yeah well yeah i'm existing uh but i i think that like I think I, I'm 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 ex I'm pretty much existing without any sort of authority figure kind of guiding my existence, which is exactly how I want to live my entire life. Like I, I, I what you 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 sort of get kind of conditioned into into kind of behaving in a certain way. I mean, if you're one of these people that yeah, if goes you go to, if you go to school, right? If you're one, of, but if you're one of these people that goes to school and you do oh, you do everything that they tell you to do in school and you obey everything and you you listen and you you know you get good grades and do that stuff and then you go to college and then you go right from college to a job. Your your whole life is like growing up in this artificial kind of sanctioned playpen of approved opinion. You know, it's true. Like, I'd it's, argue that's why we don't have strong leaders. Sure, of course, because everybody, nobody speaks their fucking mind. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's nobody. You don't nobody, reward you don't reward critical thought in academia. You don't reward critical or thought in right any field exactly. that you come out of that you can then you, move into politics. You only reward the, the the reward system for academia for for everything in the workplace too. Mm -hmm. It's all it's all towing the line, kissing ass, mm -hmm. and not not disrupting anything. It's it's not about challenging the status quo when, you, when as soon as you start to challenge the status quo think outside the box speak your mind speak truth with speak truth without ego mm -hmm. i think that's really really important you know uh I, I know people you know that feel that things aren't aren't going well in their in their jobs or whatever but they can't particularly communicate exactly what it is without having uh, other people get defensive and have this some kind of big ego associated with it where it's like listen I'm just trying to I'm just trying to do what's best for everybody I'm just trying to do what's best for you know that that's that's how I see things that's mm -hmm. how I try and communicate things all the time and there's a there's a lot of people that that live within this hierarchical 
egoic kind of system of of control because they've been so accustomed to that. So well, it's they, also, it's also never that's challenged. like a very never that's challenged. like a nature thing to fall into, right? Like I've gotten into I've gotten into issues with people where it's like people thought I was just being annoying, and I'm just like, no, I'm just trying to understand. Like you know, I'm like right. You know, people think you're when you're pushing and you're like, oh, why is this like this? Can we do this? Blah blah blah. Like they're like. Why are you making this difficult? And I'm just like, I'm trying to understand the best way to do this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to keep asking you until I understand your point of view. Right. Like, just like, you know what I mean? So, but I think that's just a way that certain, that, that's just an easy thing to fall into. Because if you sit there and do that forever, like sometimes you need somebody to be like, do this. This is the best thing. It's just important sometimes, right? Like, right, and you you need someone to do that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, but I think I feel like what happens a lot of times is you have people saying, "Well, how dare how dare this person tell me to do this? That they, they shouldn't tell me how I should do it. They should be doing this, and I'll tell them how to do this." And you know, their their title is under me, and my title is above them. Like I'm gonna say something to the boss, and I'm gonna get them in trouble. And it, well, and yeah, it becomes, I meant, but I've managed businesses, right? And you sure. get you end up with employees that you give um you give more. They're and. The, the end goal of a business is that your employees are doing more than you, right? Like, that's the point of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you're running a business, right? right? You know what I mean? Like, that's the, that, like, you still want to be involved. Yeah, you're outsourcing your, yeah, but like, you, you want, you, you want, like, the point of being independent is to be independent. You know what I mean? But, like, I've had to argue with people and be like, look, this is quality control. Like, uh, at the end of the day, this is how I like, like, when I was running a kitchen, this is how I like the food prepared. Right. I would rather this. And I've also been like, we were doing it this way. I had a girl come in. She was just like, hey, you know, we can just, I was making, uh, whatever, I was making mayo in a fucking uh, KitchenAid mixer. And uh, she was just like, hey, you know, I just tried to do this in the food processor. It saved me 10 minutes and it came out better. And I was like, you know what? It did. There you go. But it's like, hey, we can do this to save time. It's like, okay, it doesn't taste as good. And like, well, I think it tastes about the same. Let's bring somebody different in and see what they like better. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, you got to do stuff like that. But like, sometimes it's got to be like, just shut the fuck up and do your job. Like, <laughs> because otherwise it's like, it's late. Let's go home. Yeah. I can't just keep paying you. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. No, that's that's 100% true. I, I I agree. I mean, there is there is sometimes like, you know, this kind of, you can't, not, not everything could be like a committee discussion. You know, but yeah. in terms of what you're doing, but uh, I, I just, I fear, like, I fear people, like, not fear, not necessarily fear, but like, I just feel for people who feel like kind of silenced or or whatever, and I feel like that kind of, that's not like a good thing, you know. I think that mm-hmm. I think it's it's uh, if there's a problem, there's a situation. I feel like it should always be kind of dealt with and out in the open. Like I, I think I have too much faith in people to be up upfront and honest you know because because i feel like that's how i am you know like mm-hmm. i'm very to the point very upfront and honest and it's almost like maybe a mistake on my part that i that i credit other people to have that kind of honesty and, uh, and upfrontness you know a lot of people don't don't necessarily operate that way i think you're a person that operates that way so maybe it's a little difficult for you to like understand that other perspective yeah right? yeah yeah when it's, other people it's, are it's a little bit different difficult for me to understand that pr- perspective too because i'm a very much like all right look what the fuck what's the deal this is yeah. what we got to do what the fuck like let's do it well i think there know? are even people i think there are people that exist that uh will do things the other way because they think it's just easier but it's just like they would be more honest. They just want to get to the next thing. You know what I mean? They just want to get it over with. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just like, kind of like, like, I think they're like, like, all right. So like my buddy, like I said, he's like, he like subscribes to this thing because it's, there's an end goal, right? Like he's got to get, he's trying to get a promotion. Yeah. There's his end goal, but he'd rather ah, just be right. honest and tell somebody that they're a fucking asshole. I see. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. 
he was about to get another job and he was just like he, he was gonna take it he ended up doing something else but he was just like yeah i'm gonna have to prosecute drug offenders for a year and i don't want to do that he's like but i kind of have to well i kind of see i kind of like think like what if everybody just said instead of saying i don't want oh, yeah, to i agree with you like oh well, yeah but i mean like i don't i don't know I, i'm just throwing this thought out there but like what if you didn't have to compromise your integrity? Like what? Like that's the thing. That's I guess what I'm trying to get at is that like I feel like most in my in my experience of life in the situations I've been at startup companies that I've worked for, other businesses, things I've started, it just it seems like to me that like most people don't really have like a core fundamental principle of how to live life, you know, morals to live by, and like integrity. You know what I mean? It just seems like. There's this kind of like, oh well, I don't really want to do that, but I'm, I, I got to do it to pay mm. the bills or whatever. And it's kind of like, what if everybody just said no to that? <laughs> like, what if everyone just said, no, I'm not gonna just like do something that I don't want to do just to pay bills so I can keep on doing something so, that like, I don't right, want to so, do. So the fear on that, right? Right. So isn't the fear on that just that if you say no, somebody else will just do it? Right. right? Yeah. Like that's how like the entertainment industry pays people so paltry until you become like somebody with clout. Yeah, so good luck. But there's this there's this kind of like desire for for everyone to kind of want to be filling that that role. I guess you know if you're not if you're not doing it, someone else will, right? Like mm -hmm. that's the thing. So yeah, but I mean, what if everyone just said no? <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's but that's an interesting thing to talk about philosophically. But you're at a point where somebody's going to say yes, I suppose. Like, but 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 what is it about like you know? There's jobs that people do where they say. I don't really like my job. You know, I think it's like a, a large percentage of people say that they don't like their job, but they have to they just do it anyway to pay the bills or whatever. So what, why can't we find people that do like those jobs? You know, like, it, it, do you think it's, there would be a, do you think there would be a possibility to mat, like someone's an accountant, right? And they mm -hmm. work in an accounting firm. They're like, I really don't want to be an accountant. I really don't like being an accountant, but I, I think have, that's I like have a, to I do it. I think you picked a job that nobody really likes. Is, that's what I'm saying. Like, is there anybody that loves that, and why can't we match them to that? Why can't that person be doing that, and the person who doesn't want to do it do something else? Well, I think well, what is this mix-up and confusion that happens where people are doing things they don't want to do well, just to keep on going doing things that they don't want to do? For what reason? I have a, I have, I have a theory on that, right? So just I think around. Butter? Okay, so I think <laughs> yeah, I think around. Uh, for a lot of people around the age of like 24, 25, uh, you get to this point, and I'm seeing it with a lot of my buddies, like younger brothers, right? So they're turning like 25 and stuff. And like, they're all just like panicked because they got out of college at 21 and then were like waiting tables and smoking weed. And now they're all going and gunning into like accountant jobs. Yeah. And they're doing this and they're doing because and, and I did it myself. You know what I mean? Like I like was like, oh, I need to open, a, if I open a restaurant, then I'll be this level of successful that at 25, nobody's looking at me like I'm a failure anymore. Right, right, right. Uh, like, and that was like, whatever. I enjoyed it. There, I got stuff out of it, but probably not what I should have done. You know what I mean? Or like, or like even when I was 18, I went, like, I took a couple of classes at community college, and I shouldn't have done that. Like, my dad was just like, you can't live here if you don't do that. I'm like, I pay the bills, but whatever, I'll go. And I shouldn't have done it because I, I was not ready to go to school. I hated high school. I needed to take some time and figure out what I actually wanted to do. But by going there, now I was I was falling into the trap, right? So I was going there, doing what I was supposed to do. Ah, and then I was yeah. leaving and just getting high. Right. Like, so, like, I think that's a problem, like, with people. Like, when you say, like, people end up in these jobs. So, like, the guy who becomes an accountant, at, 20, at 21, he's now, or, yeah, 21, he's now graduated college. And he's like, fuck, I just took a fucking history major. What am I going to do? 
blah, blah, blah. What can I do? Oh, accounting. People always need accountants. And then he goes back to school for accounting. Now he's got an accounting degree. He's time committed. So he's got to go be an accountant. And now once you've been an accountant, people are scared. Here's the thing is uh, people are scared to leave a job that they hate because they got to start over. Like uh, the same friend I was talking about that worked at Chase before. He's like got a really good job there. But he's like, if I took a pay cut for two years, and he loves his job. He's like, but if I took a pay cut for two years, in in two or three years, I could be making as much money in a job with more growth potential. So in five or six years, I could make it twice as much money as I'm making right now. But he just didn't want to take the pay cut for two years. Right. He didn't want to change his lifestyle for two years. It took him years. It took him three or four years just to make the decision to take the pay cut. Yeah. Which in the long well, run his- cost him more wealth. At the end of his career, yeah, I mean, but his decisions all based on 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 the money, and uh, you know, the money represents safety and security. Well, and it's the same. Well, yeah, I guess it's, it represents safety and security, but it's the same job, and he's happy with his job. You know what I mean? That's a guy who likes his job. You yeah. know what I mean? He wants to work in finance. It's what he enjoys. But here's like a more prestigious title there, but he still wouldn't make the pivot just because you. Yeah, giving up security is, you know, if you're an accountant and you hate being an accountant, but you feel secure and you're good at it, right? But why do we need so many accountants? Like this is my thing. Like I, I, I have a theory where I think that it's like because the tax code is right. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what I was just about to say. It's like like Ralph just sent the, out tax return stuff, and I was like, I don't, I haven't done taxes because I, I had corporate taxes like for years. Like I wasn't really like I was like I don't know what to do with this. I was doing my own stuff. I was just like handling like piles of receipts and like bank statements to an accountant. Now I'm just like I don't. Yeah. How do I claim this and like know what money is owed from this and what yeah. money is owed from other stuff so I can like. Because now, because I paid the other guys on the show, like it's like a whole thing, right? So yeah. like now I'm like, oh my god, I I don't know, I've never been like an independent contractor. I've owned my own business and I've been an employee. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's and it, and that this whole like bureaucracy just complicates things. Mm-hmm. This whole this whole growth of like government and the state, and and the banking system and corporations because it's all tied together in this kind of like crony corporate you know, model that, that uh, you know, kind of makes everything else or distorts everything else, mm-hmm. you know, because they're, they're the ones that sit at the top of everything, right? So yeah, yeah. it's all this kind of, it kind of trickles down through the rest of society. And then that becomes like what the priorities are. You know, the priorities are, well, like, well, bankers and finance and, you know, uh, accountants and all this stuff that if that, if that was kind of diminished, Mm-hmm. It would totally change the game completely. We wouldn't we wouldn't need all that stuff. And then at a young age, you would have kids instead of being like, "Well, I better major in business because that's how you make the most money." It would be like, "Fuck, just major whatever you're whatever you're interested in." You know, if we encourage people to to take up the arts more, if we encourage kids, if we put more of a priority on on the arts, but we've if, been doing that for no, the last thirty years. No, we haven't. What are you nuts? Arts programs like, have been cut I mean, from art, schools and yeah, stuff but not like in that. College. Totally, across the board. I think people are taking less useful degrees nowadays. I well, the humanities. A- I guess people are taking more of shit in the humanities, right? Yeah, that's all. All that bullshit. Yeah, fuck that. I mean, like, like women's studies and all that stupid mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, but uh, but what I'm talking about is just kind of putting a. Well, the female body is a work of art, you know. Oh, so it really is, it is the arts. You yeah, know? but you, I mean, you should be studying that from direct, direct experience. Oh, okay. That's how you should be studying that. That's another one of my theories too. Is that we need we need older women should be fucking younger kids to teach them about sex 
Because you, think about it when you when you first learn about sex, you you don't really first of all you don't really learn about it. No one's paying attention to that stupid health class where you're like you're like oh the ovaries or the fucking blah blah blah. No one cares about that shit. No, it's not really about sex. Yeah, it's just stupid. It's it's, not, there's no mechanics. It's it's not real. It's a, it's it's usually just you. It's like you and another like teenage girl, and you're just like oh, I don't know what to do. I just like figure it out. Anyway, <laughs> that was a little aside, but. There, there should be kind of uh, I don't know. There, there. What, what were we talking about? About uh, <laughs> what, what were we? Ta- I'm not even high. What, what were we talking? What were we just talking about? We were talking about the oh, jo- uh, like jobs. What, people, yeah, having accountants jobs and, and all this hate. stuff. Right? Yeah, people having jobs they hate. So it's like, why the fuck do people have jobs they hate? Well, why do we create this society that goes against what we are passionate about? You know what I mean? It's like. We've created these well, these systems that have taken place, the the, the structures of government and all, and all the systems that are in place, and that these are like machine like systems. You know, it's like you. Well, have I to agree fit that they're not they're not they're program. not optimal, but at the same time, we live in a capitalist society. Like you need money, like and you're always going to well, need yeah, sure, yeah, but you're always going to need money. Here's the thing. So, I get into an argument we, with guys I know who are like supposedly socialists all the time, and I'm just like, you're only a socialist because you make no money playing guitar, right? You know what I mean? Like, if you made money, if you made $10 million a year playing guitar, you wouldn't be a socialist. You know what I mean? So, like, that's why, like, everybody would just want to sit around or, like, whatever, go to an open mic in New York City. There's 400 guys who aren't funny. Yeah. Telling jokes. You know what I mean? Or, like, go anywhere. Like, everybody wants to, think about how many vlogs there are. We're doing a podcast, probably the most shat upon type of media. Because anybody shat upon shat upon type of media is it really? I think it's getting more. It's getting better. But for years, I think, uh, like yeah, the podcast. Was yeah, consumed. haters gonna hate, man. Yeah. Oh, you, you know, have, anybody can have a podcast. Same thing yeah, happened with the blog, mine, yeah. asshole. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing happened with blogging too. I don't, I don't know what what it is. It's just people people like to hate on on whatever on self starting. So, yeah, something. It's I, a yeah. crabs in a bucket thing also. Like what do you think people well, care about what you have to say? Do you, so you you hit the nail on the head I think right there too. People hate self starters. Mm-hmm. Because and I, and I think it's it's not that they hate you. People don't hate you for having a podcast. People hate the fact that maybe some people could potentially hate the fact that you're that they're you're a guy that's out there doing what you care about, doing what you love, doing what you're passionate about, and then they're not. Mm-hmm. So they're like projecting their inner hate of themselves onto you. They're mm-hmm. like, they're like, fuck, you know, like I'm, I'm sitting in, in, I'm playing it safe, and I'm sitting in some corporate job, and I'm not really doing what I, what I like. I'm not following my passion. I'm not following my bliss. I'm not like speaking my truth, uh, whatever that is, because most people don't exactly know what that is. They just know that there's something else there, but that they're not really communicating it. And then when they see other people doing that, they get bitter and jealous because they know that there's, there's, they're doing something that's like on a truer path or something like that, you know? See, I think that's a great way to romanticize what you're doing, but I think a lot of people... Romanticize? Yeah. What do you mean? What you just said was romanticizing... I don't think so at all. I think that's the truth. I think think that's your truth. Here's the thing. Some guys, while they will shit on you for having a podcast, it's not because they're jealous that you're... Or like even starting a business. People will shit on you for starting a business. Now, I'm not saying the guy who's like, go work a 20-year fucking schmuck garbage man job and just get you tw- and then retire that's what you need I'm not talking about that guy I'm talking about the guy who makes good money doing like whatever some corporate jig- okay, what do you mean so- a guy who makes $150,000 a year as a fireman you know what I mean some guy like, makes th- 10, that guy, $10 million that a guy year could, those guys maybe they admire what you're doing 
to an extent, and they're going to shit on a little bit because they don't get to be as creative as you. But at the same time, those guys are prioritizing being able to take two, three vacations a year. They're prioritizing being able to drive a nice car, go out when they want to go out, do this, do that. Yeah, then why, nice why would they hate on you then for having a podcast? Because everybody hates on everybody for everything. Yeah, but why? It's funny. Because <laughs> it gives them something that's because sh- it gives them someone to shit on. It gives them someone that's below that's them. That's true. Yeah, it makes people, them feel better about people themselves. People do respond. Everybody does something for a self-centered reason, no matter if they like whether they realize it or not. Yeah, you yeah. can't you can't have an unbiased perspective. Your perspective is biased, no matter yeah, yeah. what. You know. Well, yeah, that's. I was actually. I'm reading this book called Contagious. About- is that what you brought in here? Uh, in your yeah. pocket? Yeah. I'm reading a book called Contagious about why things catch on. Yeah. And uh, basically, that's the whole thing. It's like, like they talk about like frequent fl- flyer programs. It's like most people don't even use their miles. It's just like you want to earn the rewards and then there's like a tweet button. So you can show your status, your premiere status on Delta. It's like, okay, was that me? Yeah, was that actually mean? You get to check a bag for free? Who gives a fuck? Right, right, but right. people like... You know, people respond to the incentive of having a status, and it's the it's the game the gamifying of things. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, yeah, uh, that's exactly what they're talking about. Have, yeah. have, do you ever watch Parks and Rec? Um, yeah, I have seen it. Yeah, there's like a funny little clip of uh, of Aziz Ansari's character where he's like he's coming up with a new business idea, and he's like, "This is how the business works." He's like, "You get if you he's like check in enough times, uh, check in ten times, and you get a badge." You get, oh, yeah. After ten times, after you acquire uh, twenty-four badges, then you get a silver star. Mm-hmm. After your silver star, then you get the platinum club. Once you're in the platinum club, you have rights to the exclusive club, and it's like all these like little yeah, badges yeah, yeah. and stars and things. And well, it's like I think it's weird, people like, like 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 get little rewards, you know, like their kindergartners like, like, like getting like a Audible star. Audible does it. You know what I mean? Like even like yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, even yeah, I'm yeah. just like. Yeah. I don't. I don't care about. I don't know. It's kind of cool, I guess. But yeah, it's I not, guess. I'm not, like, but I'm not like. I'm mouth. not like. I got three hours to like get to the uh, next badge on Audible. I guess I'm gonna listen to this audiobook for three more hours rather than like, you know, spend time with my family. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, I think. Like, I get it with the. Free, you're actually there's actually a tangible. Uh, there's a tangible value to like frequent flyer miles, but like something like just a badge, I right. find it. Like, I know, I know you have an Audible link, and Audible is a great product. I just don't think. It's a, it's a thing where you gotta the. I don't need the badges, but yeah. I guess some people. Well, some, some people. Do. Some people nerd out on that stuff. Yeah, some yeah. people respond. Some people respond well to that sort of thing. Right. Like Definitely. even like I did a, I got a Headspace subscription for a while, and I was just like, why does my Headspace subscription have like these badges on how like it's supposed to be about clearing your mind of clutter. You know what I mean? But then they have all these badges. Like, hey, just letting you know that you you meditated every day for two weeks, champ. Virtual clutter. But then there's like a next one. Then there's levels that you can get up to. And I'm just like, this is the opposite of what you guys are supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like, I don't really understand. Like, I get, but I get like the main reason I signed up for that app as opposed to just like reading a book is because the cost incentive of what the app costs is enough to get me to do it. So I guess I am responding to some sort of incentive. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. I remember when, when like that, that app Foursquare came out. Do you remember that app Foursquare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I, you could be the mayor of a place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it was kind of cool at first. Like it was kind of like a unique thing. I think a lot of these things just start out because it's like it's new and people are experimenting. What mm-hmm. what like something that we can do that will be fun to make to make the fucking boring shit that we have to do fun. You know, okay, it's like yeah, to yeah. make to make boring fun to make uh you know that's why that's why like a lot of these jobs that were just cut a hole I'm, in your pocket you're fine yeah 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. And put a, put a Vaseline in there. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, the, a lot of these jobs that were like that I'm bitching about and stuff. It's like because I've worked for companies where they're like they're like this is you know we got a real team culture here you know and they have like a keg and a ping pong table and we play music and we're a real hip fun company and it's like. All these extra bells and whistles, you know, it's like an office space. Mm. Remember office space yeah. with the flare? Oh, it's like yeah, all yeah. this shit. It's just meaningless nothing. It's garbage, you know. And like, and there's all this kind of extra meaningless stuff that gets attached to everything. I think that we see a lot of that that happening now because it's like what we're doing. A lot of things that people are doing, they're just dissatisfied with what what's going on. People are dissatisfied with the way that government is 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 behaving. People are dissatisfied with the way that the response to people being dissatisfied with government is going. People are dissatisfied with the way colleges are are doing things. People are dissatisfied with what they're doing in their daily lives. Or dissatisfied with their diets. People are dissatisfied with so many fucking things. That it's like, well, if we just add these extra little virtual badges or symbols or gamify things that maybe they'll be happier. But in the end, it's all just a bunch of meaningless nonsense anyway. There's no people want to be doing something that really communicates to the to like a purpose of being a human being and living their life. Mm. I, that's what I think. That's my my theory is that people want to be doing something that really fucking means something that's really that really makes you feel alive. That makes you feel like you're fucking that's true here for some fucking reason, you know. But if you have all these distractions, then you never really get to think about that. And uh, well, that's kind of the beauty. Here's the thing. Again, like I said, shat upon for media. That's kind of the beauty of a podcast, right? Because a garbage man could have a podcast, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. Uh, like anybody can just do whatever they want. Anybody. Right. Like that's kind of the beauty of the internet in a, in a lot of ways. You can like that guy. Uh, he's got a pretty big YouTube channel. He's a black dude with dreads. He's called like the janitor or something. He was just a janitor, and now he's just a YouTuber. Uh, he's called like Black Janitor or some shit And he just like Would talk about But like not like He wasn't being like funny He wasn't hamming up the fact That he was a janitor He would just like Get on and like Vlog about social issues And now that's what he does I don't know if it's his Second stream of income And he's still a janitor or what But like Anybody can get a message out. Anybody could Anybody can do something creative now If they set their mind to it Like if you say you don't have time It's like well that's you Like if you say Like I I feel it with people Who are trying to lose weight all the time Like I don't have time to eat healthy I was like well you know, you could prep a pot of beans in like 10 minutes and just leave it in a slow cooker overnight and you'll have 15 healthy meals for, right. that'll cost you $4. Like, you can do it. That sounds so easy to you, though, but to the person that you're telling that to, that's like a foreign world to them. It's like impossible because, because the, you know, human beings were like inclined to do things that are just easy. Mm-hmm. You know, like we, 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 but it is are, easy. Are That's nat- what I'm saying. All you have to do is get yourself out of your comfort zone for an hour and you, right. it's easy. But the society at large is not sending that message. Like mm-hmm. commercials that you see on television, you know, uh, just kind of the, the way that our daily lives are structured. People are working more hours now than ever before. It's like not, there's no uh, message that's conducive to like, to, to that. To what you're saying, to like go home and make a home cooked meal, it's it's really simple. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is put beans in a thing. It's like they're, that's not the message that's getting beamed into their brains like 24 seven. It will turn that message off. It's that's what really I'm saying is thing. it's very very difficult for people to do that. Okay, you know? yeah, and I and and I and I do I do agree that it's like you do have to as at an individual level shut that shit down mm-hmm. and do what's good for you and not listen to the messages that are coming in. 
But at the at the at the uh, at, at another level, it's like, well, you know, it's laid on pretty fucking thick. Well, I think the message, I think that message, like whatever, bring it back to that because we were talking a little bit about health stuff last time I saw you. But like, um, like the we me- were, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I remember we also were talking about some social media stuff. So go, go ahead, but we'll yeah, yeah. we'll get into some of that maybe. But too. like, um, so so with the health stuff, I feel like there's this thing where you're told you can't be healthy. It's not easy, but it's like no, but it is. Like a bag of potato, like a. You know what you can have for breakfast every day? A baked potato with a little cheese on it. There's plenty of protein, vitamins, and fucking fiber in a baked potato with some cheese on it. Like, that costs a quarter and has like 150 calories. There's And it will fill you up. A baked potato with cheese yeah, but will it fill you up. Yeah, but like I want something better than that. I want bacon on it. Yeah, but then that's on you. <laughs> that's that like Louis that, C.K. But, thing. He's like, yeah, but it doesn't have like bacon. <laughs> you gotta, I gotta have bacon on it. But that's what I'm saying is like so like you can eat healthy you can these these are things that are simple like all right so like I was in um I was in Dunkin Donuts with my buddy getting a coffee the other day and I'm looking at the fucking stupid sign and I'm always I always look at these calorie counts in these fast food places whenever I'm in them and I, I go to him I'm like look at this he's like that I was like that's labeled healthy this egg this flatbread egg white sandwich is labeled healthy he's like yeah I was like do you notice that the bacon egg and cheese wake up wrap has less calories. And he's like, and I was like, it probably has more protein. Like, what makes that healthy? The fact that it's egg whites instead of a full egg, and it has like some flecks of dehydrated vegetable in it, and they just put a green sticker next to it. Right. Like, you have to turn that off. Like, you have to realize that you can fucking control your day to day surroundings. Yeah. Like, I know I'm breaking it down to like health, but I think once you fix that, you can fix the rest of your brain. Don't, but don't you think that the, it, it's a little? Because, you know, I'm I'm all for kind of just. Of course, like free free markets and and you know entrepreneurship and starting businesses and 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 marketing things to people to try and sell your products and stuff. But at the same time, there is this kind of like inner, inner feeling inside of me that just goes, "There's something about deceiving people or mis or mis like you know or promoting something in a, in a deceive in a deceptive way." When you know when you know that it's like not good for people, it's not healthy for people. It's not you know it's kind of like this. This almost isn't there like shouldn't there be a moral imperative to try and like maybe help shape help people help inspire people help give people things that are that are healthy that are fulfilling. But there is like I mean there's plenty of nonprofits that try to reduce the obesity epidemic and all this other stuff in the country. Like there's there's plenty of stuff like that that exists. It's just I don't think it's a priority for everyone. You know what I mean? Because nothing can be. Yeah. No. I mean, uh, I I guess so. I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I feel like it's it's almost it's there's there's almost like a predatory nature that kind of comes with with the territory as well. Oh, with it, the do- oh, I get what you're saying. It's a delicate. I think it's a delicate balance. You know what I mean? It's like you you have a product, you have a service, and you want to you want to give it to people. You want to mm-hmm. offer it to people. And and we we're all like you know of course like having having a delicious bacon sandwich or something like that is. Enjoyable, it's, delicious, it's yeah. yeah, it's enjoyable. I, I mean, might get people one right after this show, yeah, like bacon, little mayonnaise on a mm. bagel, BLT with lettuce, tomato. Ooh. Who doesn't love that? Yeah. Have a chocolate bar, go to the movies, have a popcorn, have a soda every once in a while. You know what I mean? Every once in a while, uh, I think uh, who, who is it? Uh, Aubrey Marcus on, on his podcast, he calls it mouth pleasure. Oh, you know, yeah, he's yeah. like, it's just like you're just you're just giving yourself mouth pleasure. Well, dude, you're, I you're, you're, lost you're, ten pounds. Sensations. My yeah. thing is like, all right, so I eat probably anywhere from four to six times a day. I will consume food. So the rule is, at least half of those have to be just for fuel. Like, say I eat four times, two of those times have to be strictly for fuel. Like, if I'm I don't like McDonald's that much, right? Like, but I will eat there because it's cheap, it's fast, it's there. Yeah. If I go into McDonald's, I will get like 
just like a six-piece nuggets, and that's it. I won't get fries. I'll get a bottle of water and a six-piece nuggets because I don't like McDonald's enough to be like. Yeah, you're you're mitigating the, the risk of like unhealthiness. You're, yeah. you're 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 eating in the most uh, healthy, unhealthy way possible. Yeah, I could just get. I just limit it because I'm hungry. I need something. You need it's it. Fuel yeah. to get me to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, but I was even all right. So like another example, I was at McDonald's, right? They have a grilled chicken sandwich. A McDouble has less calories than a, a, a grilled chicken sandwich. You can argue that the grilled chicken is maybe healthier, but really, if you're just like looking to control your intake, because you have another meal in the day where you can eat a salad, yeah. that grilled chicken is not helping you, right? Like, so you just eat that salad later. That's your second fuel meal or whatever. Yeah, yeah and have yeah. your McDouble. Like, I think people just need to think about stuff like that. Like people, it's like you said, everybody. Everybody's trying to get put intellectually into boxes, right? Like every sect of your life, politically, fucking uh, mentally, just like even the stuff you watch, right? Like even with like the rise of like nerd culture. It's like, why don't you watch this drama? I'm more of like a sci-fi. Shut the fuck up. This is good. <laughs> you can love that stuff, but this is also good. Like, Yeah, I mean, there's, well, I mean, but there's just so many things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's well, yeah, so I get, no, many I, get, I get that but like look all right put it this way like i was never a sports guy my entire life i never watched sports yeah. until fucking ufc was on every weekend and right. i was like holy shit this is a sport i like it appealed to I you feel like but i feel like there's a lot of people who'd be like i'm not a sports guy i'm not gonna ever watch that it's like you gotta you gotta break the frameworks right like i'm trying to eat healthy i can't have a mcdouble that's stupid you can right. have a mcdouble it's right. 300 calories right. why couldn't you have that right like if you eat that every for every meal every day, then you're gonna kill yourself. But you if would you have, probably die because you wouldn't get enough nutrients. Yeah, but, but you'd probably you, lose weight. But if you have that once in a while, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you only consumed like 300 calories a day, I mean, well, of if you course, even, yeah. even if you ate it five times a day, it's 1,500 calories. You're still at a caloric deficit. You'd still <laughs> lose weight eating McDouble, eating a McDouble five times a day. Didn't we have a uh, argument about this before? About yeah, yeah. Like, and I'll right. still argue with you that well, the, if you ha- if you are at a caloric deficit, you will lose weight. I think I think you're completely right about that, but I think health risks come with that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, I, sure. You should be eating vegetables. You should day. be you should be having more nutrient dense food. Yeah. And when you're and when you're eating more breads and and sugars, that uh, spikes insulin levels and and causes all kinds of chaos. And and I noticed sure, because but just getting I, your weight I've been down, I've been limiting I've been limiting like breads in, mm-hmm. in my diet. Like I've been kind of doing this like no sugar no grain diet. Uh, I, I pretty much do that like 80% of the time. And I've noticed that my craving for food has gone down. Like my, I used to be, my diet was horrible. Like I would just eat, I would eat terrible food all the time. And I would eat, I would have a lot of calories a day. And I noticed that like, I would be craving like fucking thirsting after like a, like a Big Mac, you know, for example, like I'd be like, Oh my God, that looks so fucking good. I got to have that. But now since I've since I've gotten rid of like that the carbs and the sugar so much, I don't have that like insatiable craving like that pit that happens in the middle of my stomach where mm-hmm. I where I'm starving where I'm I'm gonna fucking kill someone if I don't eat like I I don't get that because the 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 my my kind of like addiction to the sugar and the carbs mm-hmm. has gone down so now I have a, a much more natural sense of like oh I'm hungry all right well I should eat soon. And even I can even but go, I'd argue, I can go longer periods of time without eating now. But what too. I but I, here's what I'd argue, and I've gotten into this argument with like Lewis Hill. I'm like I, I think what you guys are doing is you're just using a thing to get yourselves to eat healthy. Because what you don't realize is you're eating less calories when you're not eating all of those breads and stuff because they're calorie dense foods. Like you don't have to cut them out completely. And I know that there's some, I haven't cut them out completely. I'm just saying. Like yeah. I know there's some research about ketosis and stuff. But like here's the thing: if you're just eating healthy long enough, that will just happen. 
Like even if you are eating, if you're eating a balanced diet, that's yeah, going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is this: is uh, if you're just trying to lose weight because y- First of all, if you have a confidence boost, it's going to be easier to eat healthier. Anyway. Yeah. So some people just need to lose weight. And some people get so in their head about eating healthy while losing weight that they lose sight of the calories in, calories out. You know what I mean? I, I know we're not, we shouldn't, we're getting off on a crazy tangent here. No, that's But I'm just fine. saying like what has helped me. That's what me. a lot of this show is. Yeah, yeah. But that's a lot of what has helped me. And I, like, I always argue. And you were worried that we didn't have anything to talk about. Yeah, it's true. I think we talked, well, I remember last time we were talking about like social media stuff mm-hmm. and we we're talking about like the, this, this kind of connection to like our screens and, and this whole thing. And I kind of want to talk about that a little bit because I, I've like, I don't know, something about like the, the winter, I'm a little bit less like sociable in the winter. I'm yeah, a little bit more like hibernating, kind of a loner, you know, like, and I, and I, I wonder, I'm like, I'm spending like a lot of time just like on screens Screen, screen, screens, my phone, my iPad, my my laptop. I mean, you know, people say that it's a good idea to like, you know, wake up in the morning and, and, and don't go to your phone immediately. But sometimes, you know, I, I, it's like a, almost an addiction. Like I have to check because and then an I have like gone, 10 right? emails or something or I have yeah. to get by or something. And then, yeah, and then like an hour's gone or whatever. Or what happens to me a lot is... I'm on I'm I'm on my laptop and I'm like you know what that's ah, good 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 time to just crank out some porn right now yeah. you know and just like living in that in that like screen time world and I've noticed that this is this this is like something that has actually I think has become a problem in my life that I'm uh, you know I'm willing to admit and I and I don't know if like anyone else can relate to this but I, I saw some forums online I saw some stuff like that but it's like I think I got to cut down on the amount of porn that I watch I think I know Pornhub just released like a uh, a statistics like a shocking statistic or whatever that I saw on like Dig it was like the amount of uh, hours of porn videos that were consumed was like more than any hour of screen time yeah, but how are they ga- how are they gathering that data? i don't know how they're gathering if you the open data. if you open a tab yeah and it starts playing but then you really don't use that tab you just use a different tab like because like that's half of the that's half of the crank at this point right is <laughs> is just opening half tabs. the crank Let, no let's 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 be honest like that's your that's your jerk off foreplay is just opening tabs and you only really use one but is this like is this like the beginning stage of our 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 fucking uh interaction with like uh, artificial intelligence or AI or robots? Like, I don't think those women are very intelligent, Mike. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. What I'm saying is, like, the amount of fucking dudes out there that are jerking off to porn on on a laptop screen. It's like, is that our beginning kind of like flirtation with with like fucking the robot world? You know, is is, is that is that what's going to be? Is hmm. like, I could see that being like an and like I know it's kind of funny to like joke about, but it's like I could see that literally being like an epidemic in like ten years or something like that. It's just like people are just no one's doing anything because everyone's at home just fucking their computer robots. That that the sensation Listen, you got to follow your inner truth, Mike. You said it earlier. <laughs> maybe your inner truth is fucking a robot. Is my inner truth fucking a robot? Yeah. I don't know. But what what like is? But is that? But my thing is like, is that good? Is that is that like? Is that, is that, I mean, o- is that okay? If these human vaginas are going to keep evolving and become larger, I think it's going to be better <laughs> to fuck robots, is all I'm saying. Yeah, because the, 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 we'll be able to perfect them exactly yeah. how we want. Exactly. It's going to be ribbed for our pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, the, but that's the thing. It's like we could probably come up with a... We could probably do that. We could probably literally do that. Is that... I mean, I think they need to be working on self-cleaning robots before anything, <laughs> yeah. anything else. Like a robot who could wash their own vagina out is, I think... Then there's also like before this, they start going for the ribbed for your pleasure. Yeah, yeah, self cleaning. 
There's also the scare of like you if you stick your dick in like a robot, it'll just ha- malfunction and like cut it off by accident or yeah, something. Yeah, you want you want robot <laughs> you want sexbot 2.0. You want you want those casualties out of the way. You don't want the pinto of robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I it's this weird it's this weird thing where everybody talks about the the uh, like innovation and technology and everything like that, and it's like yeah, it's like that that is uh that that's all well and good, but but don't you feel like it, there's like still a, a point where we we just want to be like human. Yeah, obviously. Like, you, you, would you want to be a human or a robot? Here's the thing, man. Like, is a, is a robot gonna have? You're like, feeling? here's the thing, man. I am a robot. Yeah. <laughs> you rip your I, face I'm the off. Terminator. Yeah, uh, you're ro- terminated. Does the does a robot have like I don't know sensory feeling? Like, I like the sensation of cold. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even beyond sexual stuff, you know what yeah. I mean? Like. Is that still going to be a thing? Is that a function? Like, I don't know. Like, I could say, yeah, I'd like to be a robot because I'd like to be able to, like, get places faster. That'd be nice. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'd like to be able to, like, jump really high. Yeah. Like, But after all, but that, that'll just, like, wear off eventually, all that stuff. Like, it'll be cool at first, but then you'll just be, like, everyone Everyone will do it, and it'll just be, like, whatever. No one cares. Yeah, then you're still going to have traffic jumping really far. Yeah, then it'll just be the, the traffic. Jet boot traffic <laughs> is really pissing me off. Like, Yeah, you just have robot jumping traffic. Yeah. All right, man. Well, listen, this was a great uh, episode. I think, like, you know, we, we, you, we, you were worried in the beginning we didn't we were going to have anything to talk about. We just talked about, look, no, look I, at I this. we get there. Yeah, come on. We got there. Once you start rolling. Is there anything else you want to want to add to this discussion before we take off? Any any kind of psychedelic centric topics? Oh, actually, this is actually what I wanted to say. We we like kind of shifted when we're talking about the weight loss thing. And one one thing I want to say to anybody that is losing weight: if you fix your body, it's easier to fix your mind. Because I was depressed as fuck, lost weight, and I definitely worked up. My anger is better. My anger issues are much better. My depression issues are much better. Like people think, and I can't recommend that enough. And I just didn't get to that point when we were talking about it. Yeah, no, you're totally right, man. And there's there's a bunch of books out there and a bunch of information that you can look to. One of them is called Grain Brain, and there's a bunch of other ones too. And it's like it's just all about kind of like how the, one of the most fascinating things that I think is is the fact that our uh, intestines are actually like a second brain because because the the way that the hmm. brain is organized with like how it's everything's a mush together so wherever there's a oh a, like it looks like a brain right but but wherever there's like but if you extend your intestines and everything it, the, the the gut you know when they say you have like yeah, a yeah. gut instinct okay but you extend the intestines they come out to be like 9 feet or 12 feet or something like that so all that's condensed and packed in one area and when there's when there's uh that many neurons next to each other it forms like an intelligent uh, functioning, just similar to a brain. So there, a lot of people say that the gut is like the second brain, and that's why we have that saying, gut instinct and all that stuff. And so, yeah, you're right. When you, what you put in your body, you literally like become, you use for fuel. It affects the way that you think. It affects the way that you act and everything like that. So, Definitely. yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's antidote to being a, a robot, I think, as well. It helps. Well, Chris, thanks a lot for being on the show, man. Um, love having you on, and... Uh, Guys, go check out Chris's podcast, High Society Radio. Uh, anything else you want to tell the people where to, where they could find you or whatnot? Uh, I mean, yeah, at HS Radio Show. I run the Twitter over there. Uh, and then I'm always on our subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash high society radio. Excellent. All right. Thanks for listening. And guys, if you like conversations like this, if you want to hear more of them, you know, uh, leave a little uh, review on iTunes. A little rating and review helps out a lot. Thank you very much. Till next time. Peace.